Hello, Salsa Heads. It's your host, Trey K3. And finally, I'm finally glad you're here. The co-host, and actually the guy that gave the name to the podcast many months ago at a booth in Chick-fil-A, our own Blake, the Wizard of Odds, Lad. The What's sport, up, everybody? The Sports Authority. Blake, I'm glad that you're here. Yeah, it's good to be back. So it's midweek. we got a lot going on. Um, I don't know how your day's been, but I can guarantee you it's not going to be as bad. We like to do a segment on here called, Oh, My Life Really Isn't That Bad. Yes. This comes from Twitter on Fox News. A 19-year-old Enterprise rental car employee, they'll pick you up, (laughs) was arrested the other day for dropping LSD in three of his employees, or co-workers, if you will, drinks while they were away from their desks because they had quote-unquote negative energy wow yeah so that's bad uh nobody was hurt they obviously uh i think uh two of them went to the hospital for dizziness but can you imagine don't isn't enterprise the one that says we'll pick you up yes what if it was one of those employees picking you up and all of a sudden you got some kid whacked out on lsd bringing you your rental car you didn't realize that the trip you had planned was going to go a little different. That's right. So uh, he's facing a, a couple of counts, uh, felony counts, actually. Number one, endangerment, and also wow. possession. Okay. So if you're having a bad day, hopefully that one made it better because you are not the 19-year-old in Missouri dropping LSD in your uh, co-worker's drinks. Um, let's get down to it. You're the sports authority here. Anytime you're on, we're going to talk sports. Absolutely. We've got a great time of year coming up. But I'm excited because we got Sweet 16 starting tomorrow on the March Madness. My favorite part of the tournament. Yep. Sweet 16, Elite 8. we got four big games. So what I want to do is get your thoughts on each game. Absolutely. And then maybe we'll get you to, at the end, we'll get you to give us if there's any betters out there, a lock. I'm in. And then an upset. Sound good? Sounds perfect. All right, that's good. Let's do it. Uh, number one, number four, Florida State. 6.09 p.m. versus number one, Gonzaga. Give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, hey, Florida State, great coaching. Leonard Hamilton. Um, coming into a buzzsaw, though, with Mark Few. He's been there. He's done that. I think Gonzaga rolls pretty easily. They're out in the West. Um, so Gonzaga have a big crowd behind them. And so um, I'm going with Gonzaga on that one. Gonzaga, yeah. hands down. Yeah. No upset there? Nope. Okay. Uh, the game fall, just a little, starting a little later there. This is the game that I'm excited about. I think this might be the best game of, of for tomorrow. Number three, Purdue versus number two, Tennessee. Yeah, you gotta love Rick Barnes, what he's doing at Tennessee. I bet Texas fans um, are, are regretting that he left a few years back. Um, Purdue, I don't know much about. Uh, I know that they've got uh, you know good post play, good coaching. They've been solid the last couple of years. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Tennessee on this one. 
So from what I'm looking at here, it says Bing, which I don't know how much of a sports authority they are. I know they're not the Wizard of Odds like you are. <laughs> that they predict 56% chance Tennessee wins. Yeah, Tennessee's the two seed. They're the higher seed. I don't know what the uh, what the what the line is, but uh, Rick Barnes has been to Final Fours. He uh, lost, uh, I think, Carmelo Anthony back in 03. Syracuse beat Texas in the Final Four. So I uh, I'm gonna stick with Tennessee. Okay. When the seeds are that close, a two and a three, do you think that that makes for a better uh, a better game rather than a blowout? With March Madness, you never know because you've seen eight seeds be great, ten seeds. Um, you know, you, you just never know. I mean, the the matchups should be good. I know the other two, three matchups really good as well tomorrow night. All right. Well, let's talk about a game I'm kind of partial to since I spent one whole year at this school. Nice segue, huh? Yes. The Texas Tech Red Raiders have made it to Sweet 16. Chris Beard and company facing the number two-seeded Michigan Wolverines. Yep. What are you thinking on this one? Man, Coach Beeline's always going to have Michigan ready. Um, Chris Beard, besides Krzyzewski, obviously, Chris Beard's probably the best coach left in the tournament, in my opinion. Um, Everybody wants him. Everybody wants to pull him away from Lubbock. I know Kirby Hocutt mentioned today on Twitter somewhere that he knows that, but there's no way they're going to let him get out of get out of Lubbock. Michigan would have to play. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a pick on this game because I've got too many friends. I don't want to jinx Tech. Um, I just think Michigan would have to play a. Perfect, I'm sure they appreciate that. Yes, I think Michigan would need a perfect game to beat them. Uh, they're both great defensively. Texas Tech's better than anyone defensively. Um, Forcing 16 turnovers a game. Yeah, taking more charges than anybody. Uh, number one defensive efficiency in the country. Um, so I look for an entertaining game. Uh, two great coaches, John Beeline, Chris Beard. But like I said, Michigan's going to need a perfect game to win. Should be exciting. And to round out the uh, only four games tomorrow, which is kind of a bummer because last week uh, I even posted on Facebook that I set a new record for sitting on the couch for four days straight <laughs> and watched what was how many games were last week? Uh, 32? 32? 32? Well, 32, 48. Because there was 32 Thursday, Friday. I felt like I didn't sleep. And I by the time the Tech game was over, there was a, a one or two left. I couldn't sleep because I felt like I, <laughs> someone had the to adrenaline. peel me off the couch for four days. Yeah. Especially watching Ja Morant last week. Oh, the great Ja Morant. That Murray awesome. State Racers. All right. Rounding out the top the games for tomorrow. Who are... And here's a team that I think has a great defense. Maybe not as good as Tech, but number 12, Oregon, taking on number one seeded Virginia tomorrow night. Well, a couple things. So Virginia is the second best defense in the country. Don't know if you knew that. They held um, the hottest team from round one, Oklahoma, who scored 97 points, I believe, in, in round one against Ole Miss. Wow. They held them to 51 points. In the second round, you don't win games scoring fifty-one points in the tournament. No, not unless you're not unless you're uh, St. John's or, or Villanova back in the day, right? With Raleigh Massimino over Georgetown in '85. Look at that reference. But '85, yes, 1985, Villanova. Ed Pinkney beating Patrick Ewing. That's why he's here. That's why he is the Wizard of Odds. Yes, but no. Back to the game. I mean, here's the situation. Dana Altman at Oregon has brought some really good teams to the tournament. 
Um, they lost to Buddy Hill in the regional finals back three or four years ago right. to Oklahoma. Um, great coach. He's really got his team playing well. I think they won 11 in a row, actually. They were struggling early in the year. Virginia, like I said, second best defense in the country behind Tech. They are, from the ACC, the best conference in basketball. And I, I like to parallel that game because that is my lock game. I like to parallel oh, that. A little to, lad from the lock. A little lad lock here. I like to parallel that to horse racing. If you guys have ever studied horse racing, been out to the track, anytime you have a horse that has been consistently uh, competing and placing um, in high stakes races, they'll drop them down to get some confidence every once in a while to a lower stakes race. If you see that, and you can see it on the on the horse racing guides, get your money on them. This is the case with Virginia. They've been the cream of the crop. They've been top four in the country all year. Oregon, yes, they're hot lately. I, I get that, but but they're Virginia is dropping in class to play Oregon. Oregon's not the class team that Virginia is. That's my stone cold lock for tomorrow night. So if you're betting, if you if you're betting out there, take it from Lad Virginia tomorrow night. Is there going to be an upset? Will there be an upset tomorrow night? Not tomorrow night. There's potential for one on Friday. Um, tomorrow night, it, it's I'm not Texas Tech beating Michigan is not an upset. It's about a pick'em. Um, they're pretty much a, a dead heat. I know ESPN's got their forecaster with Texas Tech favored. Um, I know the line is Michigan minus two, but I think it's dropped to one and a half. So money in Vegas is going towards Tech. So I won't call out an upset. So tomorrow night's looking pretty. It's going to be, uh, I think, the favorites prevail. You know what's crazy about this tournament is most of the favorites last week actually won. I, I know. Yeah. The 12 seed uh, Oregon is it. Everything else has been one through five that's advanced to the Sweet 16. And that usually doesn't happen. Never. And I was looking at my brackets last week thinking I didn't pick enough upsets, but there really wasn't any big upsets last week. Nope. I've got one tomorrow, Friday night. I mean, if you want me to get into it, there is one upset. Give us an upset for Friday. Your Auburn Tigers. They are the hottest team in the tournament right now. Um they're gonna they're gonna live and die by the three. I just think they're gonna shoot well tomorrow night against North Carolina's young perimeter defense. I know it's hard to go against a blue blood like North Carolina, but I'm picking Auburn Friday night as the upset of the tournament. Whoa, there you go. The you knock off it. the Tar Heels. You, you have it right here on No Salsa. Yikes! No Salsa Radio. All right, very good. Hey. Let me tell everybody where No Salsa came from. I'm getting a lot of questions and a yes. lot of texts. Yep, I've shared with coworkers. I've had some some agree, some disagree, but let's let's get real serious. I eat salsa, and I'm in te- I'm a Texan. I eat salsa with tortilla chips. I eat it with uh, quesadillas, with chimichangas. Um, I eat salsa with a lot of things. But who the hell eats salsa with fried chicken and hash browns? But yet, every time I go to Chick-fil-A, and I go every Saturday morning. Yeah, we usually have. I usually meet you there once or twice a month, especially during football season when we hash out our sports picks for that day. If I'm eating breakfast at Chick-fil-A, Trey K, what am I getting? A breakfast burrito. Yes, with chicken. Right. It's fried, by the way. Right, fried chicken. Okay, let's think about this. Okay. Fried chicken, hash browns, cheddar cheese, and eggs. 
Wrapped in a flour tortilla, I get it, whatever. What part of that equation should include salsa? And by the way, Chick-fil-A is not bashful. They give you like a week's supply of salsa in one packet. They're not messing around either. They're, they're known a lot for their Polynesian sauce, which is really good. Okay, let's barbecue sauce, Polynesian, whatever. Chick-fil-A sauce. But we're talking sauce. But we're sauce talking about up. fried chicken. We're not talking yeah. about carnitas. We're not talking about breakfast burritos with Mexican accents. We're talking about fried chicken, hash browns, cheese. And every time I order it, I have to tell them, no salsa. And half the time they double up on it and, and put that's those right. bricks of salsa in my to-go bag. And that's when you look at me and say, I told them, no, no salsa. salsa. So here we are. Great, greatness. Hey, guess what? What's that? LSU's playing Friday. Speaking of LSU, LSU's playing in the tournament. We're... We're going to be in New Orleans next week. Yes, we are. Nolens. Nolens. We're going to do some broadcasting uh, from Bourbon Street. We're going to have our friend Kevin the Mayor on next week. And that's Mayor, but that's how they say it on there in Nolens. And I, you know, I'm a sports guy, but I may be a food guy next week because I really want to get to the bottom of vignettes and and really find out what is so different about a beignette as, a, as opposed to one of my favorite items. Because I'm not a breakfast guy. Yes, I eat fried chicken for breakfast. And no salsa. With no salsa. But these beignettes, one of my favorite breakfast items, there's a, there's a donut shop in East Texas in Mount Vernon where my brothers have been a coach forever. One state there last year with girls basketball. But they've got a donut shop with cronuts. Have I have you guys not heard had about a, cronuts. I have not. I have heard, but I don't know. Tell us what cronuts are. These are croissant donuts, and it's top three thing. I've had a lot of good stuff in my mouth. I'll be honest. Wow, that's that's a yes. good quote. That's Food a quote for the day. Other things. Um, top three things I've ever put in my mouth. This is a croissant that has been fried and battered like a donut, like a glaze, like a fresh glazed donut. That's what a beignet is. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So we'll have some food comparison next week. Well, I will be down there. You're going to man the ship here in the laboratory. Yes. I'm taking the laboratory also down to New Orleans. Kevin, the mayor, is going to be joining us. The mayor. This guy knows everything about New Orleans. If you guys ever go to New Orleans, you've got to look up Kevin, the mayor. And that's obviously not his full name. He took me to see the house of Anne Rice. The House of American Horror Story. What about Eli Manning's house? That was my next thing. His childhood home. Eli's childhood home. The great Archie Manning. I also saw the New Orleans goat home of Drew Brees. Yes, yes, So, lots of cool stuff. We don't really do the Bourbon Street stuff anymore. You know what? Can you you go on a, uh, like a little five-hour stint? How long are you there? Five days? Four days? I'm going to be there five days next week. Go on a five-hour stint because I'm a huge Kennedy assassination buff. Okay. Go down to Camp and Lafayette Street. All right. That's where Lee Harvey Oswald spent the summer of 63. Um, there's a lot of history down there. So maybe do some studying up on the JFK assassination. A lot of stuff went down um, the summer of 63 before the assassination there with uh, Clay Bertrand, which is Clay Shaw. Right. Um, 
as well as Guy Bannister. He had his private... Bannister? Guy Bannister had his private eye office down there. I'm talking in New Orleans. New Orleans. Crazy uh, Cajun. across from what is now, I believe, the post office, but back then was Office of Naval Intelligence. But yeah, Camp in Lafayette, the merger. Go to that corner and take a picture, just like I did at Haight-Ashbury yes. for you about yes. a year ago. Okay. And send that over to me. I will. I will. Um, moving on. So that should be fun. Yeah, we're gonna do absolutely. a lot of cool stuff. So that, stick around for that. Tune in next week. It's gonna be good sober too. You yeah. just don't know it. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, strictly work next week. That's good. A little bit of fun, but guess what? No salsa in the Big Easy. No salsa, no sauce. No sauce. Yeah, no sauce for me either. Maybe that's what I, I like should that. change it to. Yeah. No sauce. Uh, did you know? I have. A, I got something for you. Dyk. Don't you hate the occasional office ass kisser? Oh, God. Do you know an office ass kisser? Do you I'm know not, anybody that... I have no comment. Well, do you know people in general that change their story to please two sides? Oh, I've seen it before. Okay. In action. Hey, I'll be honest. I've probably kissed ass before. I think we all have. Yeah. So I learned something. I was doing some research the other day. It's funny that you're talking about the naval. Uh, do you know what they call them in the armed forces? What is that? Mitt floppers. Mitt floppers. So if you want to use code at work and say someone's an ass kisser, the new term is mitt flopper. Perfect. I don't care what kind of job you're in. It's kind of a fun word. The word mitt in general is fun. Baseball mitts. Um... Romney. <laughs> yes. The great Republican... Was he a senator out of Utah? Yeah. Is that right? Apparently that's where it came from because they said he would change his story to appease both sides. Hashtag political. politician. Yeah. Hashtag mitt flopper. Hashtag like no salsa. He's trended before. By the way, speaking of Mitt Romney, you know who we're sponsored by today? America? America. Nice sponsor. Freedom. I like it. Because we don't have any sponsors yet. So maybe if Chick-fil-A wants to... Uh, Jump on board with us or just don't include salsa. Yeah. Or maybe a cronut. <laughs> yes. Salsa on cronuts? God, no. No salsa on cronuts. No. Let's put salsa on like tortilla chips and nachos from now on. Yeah, can we just keep it basic? Yes. Yeah. And by the way, let's just keep it basic too when you're talking about you may disagree with me, but we're talking about Mexican food. Like I don't need to have like huevos rancheros and carnitas and all this stuff, like, give me a freaking Ortega taco with you know, taco sauce. Yeah. Or give me nachos, or give me a fajita. Or, you know, I'll even go outside the box a little bit and eat a chimichanga. But let's keep it basic and don't get so authentic. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got good Mexican food here in Texas, too, so. Tex-Mex is fine with me. I yeah. don't need Mexican food. Right. Maybe if El Phoenix wants to sponsor us or uh, sure. Roses, you know, if anybody's Rosas. Rosas. Uh, speaking of Texas, I don't know if you've heard this story or not. A couple days ago in Houston, this comes from Fox News on Twitter. There has been an assault rifle that has been custom made by a company in Houston. It's called the Wada Pistol. Nice! And it's got a Waterburger logo. On the stock. That is so good. The magazine is French fries. And Whataburger, the best hamburger in the world. Wink, wink. Sponsor, sponsor. 
They're not pleased, obviously. They didn't endorse really? it. Really? Yeah, they didn't endorse it. I would think they would be fine with no, it. No, they came out with a big statement saying that, hey, <laughs> we're not trying to get, mix our food with machine guns or assault rifles. Wow. Granted, we're in an open carry state. Look it up online. I'm going to put it on our Twitter page. We do have a Twitter page now. Absolutely. Got Twitter at No Salsa. I think it's at just No Salsa. It's at so no new. No Salsa. It's, at, it's so new that I haven't even posted yet. But hey. We're moving along. Three episodes in. We're having fun. Um, he also made one for the great Paul Wall rapper. <laughs> with the Houston Rockets logo. If I'm going to eat anything off the grill, it's not going to be Paul Walls. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Swinging it's in the rain. Stay with Whataburger. That's right. Well, listen. We're going to let you get back to doing what you do best. Thanks for joining us. Next week. Can we count you in for an episode maybe from New Orleans next week? Oh, absolutely. All right. I'll be there. I'll be in the laboratory. The laboratory. Yes. I am your host, Trey. This is my co-host, Blake the Wizard of Odds Lad. Adios, mofo. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, Salsa Heads, this has been No Salsa.